When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Becky Well Daily, presented by Ben MGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is former Major League catcher Eric Kratz. Make sure to catch him on the Foul Territory Show on YouTube Monday through Friday at 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Let's talk about these Texas Rangers, because on the one hand, they won the game last night. They lead the best of seven series, two games to one. On the other hand, they may have lost to Dulles Garcia Max Scherzer wasn't able to get deep into the game because of back issues. Rangers in a good spot or in a bad spot? Do the injuries outweigh leading the series? Man, I mean, you, you got you got to love that you have a lead and you have a lead going into a game that is really a toss-up. I know we'll probably get into it a little bit. Like, who do you think's going to win is really a gut thing. It's really on and I have I have extra extra area in the whole gut you know really feeling the gut here so <laughs> you gotta I mean my mind says it's a bad thing because if the Diamondbacks come back and tie this up now all of a sudden you're just playing a three-game series and while you have the starting matchups that you look on both teams really you're behind the eight ball losing the greatest showman on earth this this postseason and Adolis Garcia. Yeah. I, on one hand, you're thrilled that you have a 2-1 advantage. And, you know, in the back of your mind, when teams take a 3-1 advantage, they win the World Series 85% of the time. It, it's happened so many times, but uh, I'm here in Chicago, so I've seen it go the other way, too. And being part of that 15%, that was uh, one of the best uh, times of my life. But the, the World Series price is now minus 300. With all that going on with the Rangers, and they had to use so much of their pen yesterday going into this uh, pivotal game number four, uh, do you think Texas should be minus 300 this morning? Man, I honestly did not see that. And that is, that's crazy to me. There's a reason they have those numbers. And so I can't like completely shy away, but I would say this. Let's look at the final and more look at, if you think the Diamondbacks are going to win this, to me, I take the Diamondbacks in the series. If you think they're going to win today, you yes. line it up and you say, I think I think you take them for the series. I say that because today is, and that's why I'm kind of leaning towards the Diamondbacks right now, is because, yes, they, you know, it's a bullpen game. You don't really know what you're going to get. And the Rangers have a little bit more length in the bullpen. But you saw it in game two when the Rangers don't have their – a or B starters, and they don't have their one, two, or three in the back end, kind of gets away from them. The Diamondbacks really get that push, and they just keep pushing runs across one at a time. They don't bunt. They don't run when they're not winning. So to me, it's really about how the Diamondbacks come out here. And if the Diamondbacks score two or three runs before, you know, they have like a two, three run lead by the fourth inning, 
I would stay away from the game and go right to the series and say, you know what? I'm taking the D-backs for the rest of the series because I feel like it all lines up that the D-backs can win it, even if it's tied 2-2, and I think you'll get your best money out of it right now. What would you do with the total tonight at nine and a half, knowing it is a bullpen game? Would you look over, stay away, under? I would take my feelings that I got hurt last night that they didn't take the over because I had the over because, I mean, Alfonso Marquez's strike zone, while it's a big talking point, it's like this big. And you had to, like, figure out how to throw a strike into a strike zone that is inconsistent, but it's the tiniest one in the league. So I went over last night, and I missed horribly. So I'm going to double down on the over because I think the – I think the roof is going to be open. If you want to wait a little bit with the roof open, that's when I'd put my over in because it might even go up a half. It might even go up to 10. Right now it's at nine and a half, and I I really like it at nine and a half. And when they announce the roof's going to be open or closed, if it's open, I'm taking the over 100%. And not to mention on BetMGM, the over nine and a half is at even money. The under nine and a half is at minus one twenty. So definitely, there's some some potential value there as well. As far as hitters who perform well uh, out at Chase Field, are you looking at say Diamondbacks hitters uh, either to get over one and a half bases or home runs or things like that potentially with the roof open? I, you know, I don't know that it def- necessarily changes with the roof open, which hitters are going to hit. I think the Diamondbacks, I love like a, like a Diamondbacks parlay of Cattell Marte, Tommy Pham, and Corbin Carroll. Just one base. Give me one base because clearly last night M- MLB is not going to hurt or not going to, you know, discourage Cattell Marte from getting a hit. He hit a line drive right at Marcus Simeon. They still called it a hit. So pretty much if, Marte puts a ball in play and he touches first base without being called out. It's going to be a knock. So that's almost a lock. And I really, I really like those three guys. I like it at, at one base a piece. I think that was paying. I think it was plus three fifty or plus 300. When I looked at this morning, one base mm. for each of those in a parlay. Mm. Uh, okay. So we talked about, Talked about the idea of tonight. If you like Arizona, you should probably bet them on the series. Plus 240, 250, somewhere in that range. What about the MVP? If you think the Diamondbacks are going to win the series, the shortest number we see on anybody is Tommy Pham at plus 950 for World Series MVP. You you think Pham's the guy or would you go somewhere else on a Diamondback? Man. You know what? I looked into it last night and I said, okay, who's voting for this? Fans mm-hmm. are voting for this. Okay. They're voting with their heart. Mm-hmm. Heartfelt story last night. He gave up his opportunity to become part of history by giving Jace Peterson that at bat in game two. Um, and the writers, oh, they all read that story. Heartfelt story. And Tommy Fan keeps raking. Listen, like whoever it is, they got to rake. They're going to have to come up. To me, I see a Tommy Fan or a Merrill Kelly. And, and both of those guys, now, it's not going to take anything away from Cattell Marte. Cattell Marte is doing it, but he's kind of singling us to death. And I don't know that they're going to necessarily ride that storyline. So, to me, if the Diamondbacks win it, they're going to pitch around Cattell. They're going to pitch around Corbin Carroll. 
and they're going to try to push when they're not pitching around them. They're going to push their matchups to face those guys. They're not bringing guys in to face Tommy Pham that are, you know, Tommy Pham killers. Tommy Pham is eating and he just keeps eating this entire series. I love that number. Is that you said plus 950? Yesterday it was plus 800. So I even mm. like it. I even like it more today. But if you have a little bit and you're, you're, you're a hedging person, I think mm-hmm. a Merrill Kelly can get you. Man, I looked at it yesterday. It was, it was in the high plus 1600, something like that. And so there's, there's another, there's another strong, strong case if he goes out and does what he did in game, in game two. So stay away from Cattell Marte then, because he's been so consistent. He's making history, but maybe just not flashy enough to actually win it. I I guess, I guess maybe I'm kind of staying off the pass line on the, on the craps table. <laughs> you know, I, it's, it's consistent. And I've, I've bet the whole year consistently. Uh, and, you know, but that's on like stats and stats would say Cattell Marte is not going to hit get a hit in the next, let's say they have four games left. He's not going to get a hit in each game the rest of the way out, but he's proven me wrong the whole so far that he's broken the postseason record for hit streak. So, Hey, this is why it's exciting. But to me, Tommy Pham has the heartstrings of the voters right now. And okay. to me, that's where I would lean to, especially at plus nine fifty. Mm-hmm. This is something I brought up on the show yesterday, but uh, Marcus Simeon uh, finally got off the schneid. Goodness, he was having a rough postseason, uh, even though he was batting leadoff, and Bruce Bochy kept him, uh, you know, leading things off. Uh, But finally got off the schneid last night. I'm curious, though. Yeah, Bochy is definitely much of a player's manager as far as sticking with his guys, no matter if they're struggling. But how much longer can he do that if, say, the Diamondbacks win game four? The whole time there is, there is no, like as much as people want to say analytics, people want to say, you know, Bochy's a player's guy. I had a, I had a manager with the Phillies. His name was Charlie Manuel. He had the most mm. easy country saying of all time. He would say, Hey, Craig, let, let me tell you about some. He said, he's not hot right now. I'm about to move him up in the lineup because he's about to get hot. And I said, okay, why Chuck? He goes, cause water levels out. And water levels out. And so that's why maybe I'm pushing against Cattell Marte for winning the MVP. And I would say, if you want a you know, I, I'm looking at two bases for, for Simeon tonight. Because, again, they are not going to match up against Marcus Simeon. They are saying, we know how to throw to him. We're going to bring in. Look at who they're starting. They're starting Joe Mantiply because they're afraid of what Evan Carter and Corey Seager can do at the top of that lineup. And Marcus Simeon is a much better hitter than a one. I think it's like 192 so far in the postseason, 172 in a postseason. He is bound to come out tonight against a cavalcade of relievers that are going to come in and they're just, they're just going to throw, they're going to, I mean, it sounds super remedial. They're going to throw balls in the strike zone. They're just going to flip balls up there in the strike zone. And Marcus Simeon, he's going to be swinging. And I really think I see a double down the line, maybe even a two-hit game from from Simeon here tonight. Yeah, I, I like that case. Maybe some scoring there. Uh, for Because it's Mantiply, there's no pitcher props on the Arizona side, but you can find some on the Ooh. Texas side. 
<laughs> but Haney is there. So what do they do tonight? What's the game plan there? The outs recorded is nine and a half and strikeouts two and a half. I, I was surprised that they even decided to post anything. I didn't see any outs posted. So you have the updated. I got to re I got to re up. I, I like this. I like the under on the nine and a half outs recorded. That's telling hmm. me that they're going to push him through three plus innings. I say not a chance. I say if they get three innings out of Andrew Heaney, they are they're running to the bank just like I'm running to the bank with the money I'm putting down on the under there of nine and a half. <laughs> just, just because, just because, think about how how the lineup is stacked up for the Diamondbacks. They're going to mm-hmm. give him a shot at Corbin Carroll. They may even let Cattell Marte bat against him. Let's say he goes through the first the first few times through the order. He's going to give up at least one hit. He's not a ground, a huge double play pitcher. So the chance of him getting hitting, um, getting them to induce a double play is low. And so I see a walk because he's going to pitch around one guy. And so you're going to get an opportunity to get seven outs and you're back at the top of the order in my, in my math. And he's going to face Marte. He's going to face Corbin Carroll and Marte because they want to turn him around right-handed, that is the max, max I see Heaney going. Like, I don't see Bochi, and Bochi is a guy who who loves his players and he's going to let his players play, but I see him bringing in, bringing in a righty as soon as, you know, I, I don't see more than nine outs from Heaney. So I love that. Yeah. I love that under of nine and a half. Any other batter props that you like? Home run, hit. It's not a lot of value on hit, especially some of the guys <laughs> you just mentioned. It's like minus 150, minus 190. I don't know if you can parlay them. Anything else you're interested in tonight? I like the matchups. I like the matchups. I saw a hmm. Gabrielle Moreno versus Mitch Garver matchup. It's kind of a new feature. I honestly, it's new for me. I didn't. I hadn't seen it until the postseason when I was more locked into one game at a time, and I really like the Gabriel Moreno Mitch Garver matchup was at minus one twenty for Gabriel Moreno to have less strikeouts than Mitch Garver. Mitch Garver is going to he's going to punch out. He might hit. He might hit more. He might get more bases than Gabriel Moreno in you know, in a swing, in a swinging contest. But I feel like Mitch Garver is, he's up there to swing it and he doesn't swing out of the zone, but he also doesn't swing much in the zone. So there's going to be, there's going to be a more K's for him. And it's a plus, it's a minus 120 for Moreno. It just feels like a fun bet for me to like kind of watch this matchup in a game that it's so tough to tell what's going to be, what the outcome is going to be. Good stuff. Former Major League catcher Eric Kratz, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt. Anytime, guys. Absolutely. Make sure to catch Eric on the Foul Territory Show on YouTube Monday through Friday at 1 o'clock Eastern Time. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it is Futures Day on BetQL Daily. Time to dive into our favorite NFL team and award markets over the next hour. AFC North, NFC South, NFC East, just a few of the divisions we will be talking about. And that's coming up next right here on the BeckQL Network.